At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you in. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM, live from our South Point Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson, joined on the East Coast in Boston by Josh Applebaum, who you can follow on the Twitter machine, Josh underscore insights. Josh, big show today. As always, we have Adam Burke in studio talking all things baseball in just a few minutes. Some NFL season-long prop discussion, a whole lot of NBA news and notes leading up to free agency tomorrow. So as always, I know you're ready to get after it here on a Wednesday. I am, Ben. It's great to be with you and excited to talk to, uh, to talk to Adam Burke, of course. I was texting Adam right before the show. We overlap on one play, so I'm excited about that. But a lot of baseball discussion here, Ben. We'll dabble in the WNBA a little bit. The links came through for us last night. I got to play tonight uh, on the Aces and the Storm. But before we get into everything, Ben, and of course continuing our you know NFL, trying to finalize our card, doing our homework before the NFL season starts, I bet you didn't expect this from me today, Ben. How about the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? We just saw the hot dog eating contest odds drop. I think a lot of people are rolling their eyes right now, but a lot of states, some allow it, some don't. So, you know, check, you know, uh, kind of the fine print of where you're located. But we just got the odds. And, of course, if you think about the hot dog eating contest, Ben, 4th of July, Coney Island, it's the most patriotic thing I think you could bet on here. But all jokes aside, if you look at Joey Chestnut, he's won this thing a bazillion times. I think he's won 14 the last 15 years, but he's a minus 3,000 favorite, so there's really no value to betting him. But my bet here, Ben, on the hot dog contest, give me the over 74.5 hot dogs. That's right, 74.5 dogs. Can we get 75 in 10 minutes here, Ben? Uh, I know I couldn't do that. I don't think you could either. But I think our guy, Joey Chestnut, might be able to. The 74.5 is juiced up over, minus 135, so there's a little bit of liability on the over. And if you look at what he's done over the last, you know, uh, decade plus, he's gotten better every single year. 
Last year, he had 76. Year before that, 75, 71, 74, 72, 70. If you flip it the other way, he's pretty much gotten better every year. And I'm kind of one of those crazy people who always looks forward to betting this on 4th of July, Ben. And if you do a deep dive on Joey Chestnut, one thing that I've learned over the years with him is he's actually gotten better with time. He's aging like a fine wine here, Ben. He knows his body. He knows what to expect. He's got a lot of experience here. And every year, he tries to outdo himself and get the crowd pumped. So give me the over 74 and a half hot dogs. Juiced up minus 130. Let's go, Joey Jaws. Give me 75 or wow. more. Wow. Look at Josh Applebaum. Coming out swinging. For what it's worth, my personal over-under would be like seven and a half. Like, do I, do I look like somebody who could be downing hot dogs, Josh? I have to ask you, was there, I mean, low bets, high dollars, reverse sharp line movement here on, on Chestnut? What, 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 what do we have here? So mostly it's historical, you know, data I've been doing. And Ben, I'll be, I'll be fully honest with you. You know, this is kind of a fun bet you do on 4th of July. So wow. no low bets, high yet. dollar? What? Come on. Well, we don't have it yet. It just dropped oh, today, man. Ben. So we got to let the bets build up a little bit. But my thing is, you know, you're juiced up over 74 and a half. He's landed on 74, 75, 76. If we're looking at the juice liability, if it goes to 75, you miss the 74 and a half and you push. Uh, that, that one's that one's going to eat at you, Ben. No pun intended. So give me the over right now. Uh, let's have a little fun 4th of July. I see what you did there. I will not confirm nor deny whether or not Adam Burke sitting next to me was was rolling his eyes during what you were just saying. It's okay. I'm not gonna, but hey, look, you're, you're trying to uh, you're trying to cash a ticket one way or the other. So we could maybe roll our eyes at that. That'll be very fun. That is Monday. I believe Joey Chestnut will actually be on primetime action from our 7 to 10 Ooh. p.m. Eastern show at some point later on this week. He's been a very good guest in the past. So stay tuned for that. Uh, while we, yes, while we go into the whimsical of summer sports betting. We also have uh, the interesting NBA news and notes, which you, you kind of know it is the summer months, Josh, and people get really excited about uh, a trade involving guys like Ish Smith, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Will Barton, and Monty Morris, but that is one trade we have now on the eve of free agency. We also uh, did, did hear from last night, and, and it sounds more and more likely that the Knicks are freeing up uh, cap space to give a max type contract to Jalen Brunson there in the Eastern Conference. Again, a bunch of teams in that, that deal I was talking about. Wizards set to acquire Barton and Morris from Denver. Nuggets getting Caldwell, Pope, and Smith. Congrats, Ish Smith, by the way, going to set a record. 13th team, assuming this deal goes through, he will play for most in, in the league history there in the NBA. But these are not moves that really change the needle whatsoever, Josh. But you can tell when people are getting excited and, and, and up in arms about these moves, we are definitely in peak NBA offseason form here. We really are. And I think this is just kind of the, the first of many news, you know, dumps here to come and a lot of changes here. We went through the draft, obviously, but waiting for official free agency trades will be made. Now the Nuggets trade is kind of interesting to me, Ben, because I was a big fan of Will Barton. This is a guy who, to me, I thought was a pretty good player. It looks like a little bit of a salary dump. And then also, you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope, he can't shoot the three. I was reading an article that said he could mesh better with Jokic than maybe Barton did. Um, but just from a you know standpoint of futures, you know, we were talking about, you know, obviously the Warriors, you know, what are they plus 550, plus 5 500, something like that. You know, the Clippers are now one of the best odds here to win it all, plus 600, bringing in John Wall. Celtics, you know, Bucks, Nets, they're in that conversation as well. Kyrie opts in. But in terms of the Nuggets, that was a team that you and I were looking at saying, will they win it all next year? Probably not, I would say. But at plus 1,600, think about maybe a buy low number here. And oftentimes in the summer, you're looking for those value plays that you can kind of beat the closing line. And if they're plus 1600 now, they get off to a good start. Maybe they're down to, you know, plus 1200 by November. So to me, the Nuggets are intriguing because you have the Joker, of course, the two-time MVP, and you're really banking on these injured guys coming back and contributing. If you get 
a healthy Jamal Murray. And we saw what he did in the bubble a few years ago. You get a healthy Michael Porter Jr. Now you got a guy who can shoot the three with Contavious Caldwell Pope at plus 1600. That intrigues me. That's really the only thought I had based on that Nuggets trade. You at least have a thought. I think for a lot of people, it's like, okay, who, who really cares? So good on you, Josh, for at least attempting to, uh, to have a thought on that. And then the Knicks, it's Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks heading to Detroit in more of a salary cap freeing move. They expect to attempt to sign Jalen Brunson starting tomorrow. 6 p.m. Eastern is when free agency officially begins, and we also found out about an hour ago. Salary cap going to come in at $123.6 million, so increasing about $11.5 million from last year into this season. I know we'll have full coverage of the lead-up to official opening there of free agency tomorrow on the show, but we don't want to make Adam Burke wait any longer. You read him at vsin.com. Daily MLB write-ups. You also can hear him and see him every Sunday night, 8 to 10 Eastern on the run line which I have the pleasure of getting to host with alongside Josh Towers from time to time. It is Adam Burke. You were you were rolling your eyes. You could admit it at the, the, the hot dog. Thing. I, I was actually just trying to see how long the line was at the hot dog cart here at the, the South, famous, Point uh, South Point Hot Dog Cart. Yes. They should do a, a Las Vegas hot dog eating contest right here in the, in the South they Point should. Book. Well, we once upon a time did try a VEASAN uh, hot dog contest featuring one Greg Peterson, and uh, there was there, it did not go well. Uh, there was who, some- who would you make the favorite? Oh, like at VSIN? Yeah. I mean, Brady Cannon would be a dark horse. He's been known to chow down on some dogs. Is humans the obvious favorite? I mean, yeah, of course. Who else could it be? Polly? I, I, I guess you, so. humans and Polly co-favorites. I, I guess so. That, that we have at least we have a few days to handicap uh, that sure. event. A lot of day baseball today, Adam. What has struck me in watching this Yankees A series, where we've had now two different games where the Yankees have gone down, and you could have gotten them at pretty healthy money uh, money line in game prices, or even ca- I think on Monday they were catching two and a half runs at about even money at one point, down three zip. Two of the three games, they go down three nothing, looked pretty disinterested early, and then completely mashed the bullpen. They just set a major league baseball record for the most runs hit by uh, most home runs hit by a team in a single month here in the month of June. We, you and I have had the discussion on how, from a day to day basis, it's really hard to find value on the Yankees because they are such a behemoth this year. They are so aggressively priced. What are you seeing on in-game markets, though, when we talk Yankees in general? And is there any value realistically to be had? Or is it just kind of a typical algorithm thing where you're still going to pay a tax when they're down in games? Yeah, I think it's a really astute observation by you because this is a team that uh, throughout the course of the season, they've beaten up on bullpens, you know, and that's one of the reasons why their record is so good. They've won some games late. They've come back off the opposition's bullpen, and obviously their bullpen is really, really good. So that's one of those things where that's a team that's really never out of a game. So if you get the chance to take a live position on them, particularly against this Oakland bullpen, I mean, Oakland's 30th in, in a lot of categories in terms of relief pitching, and you know, there are some really bad bullpens out there, and the Yankees probably will take advantage of those. And, you know, look, like you said, I mean, you're never really going to get a target price on the Yankees before the game, but if you find one during the game, probably not that bad of an investment given how things have been running for them. And, Adam, along those lines, you know, the MVP talk here with Aaron Judge continues to heat up. I think the Yankees kind of played it a little bit smart by not offering that contract. And, and what a surprise. In a contract year, he's having a great season. It's funny how that always happens. But he's now minus 130 for the AL MVP here, um, Adam. I think he was a little bit of plus money maybe just a week ago. So we've seen him flip from a plus money to a minus uh, money number. The only guy pretty much close is Shohei Otani, plus 325. You do have Trout, plus 750. Alvarez, plus 900. Did we miss the number here on Judge? Is it no longer a bettable number here, Adam? Just your thoughts on the AL MVP, and can Otani possibly catch Judge? We know he's injury-prone. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. For the most part, I never really felt like there was a good number to bet Aaron Judge just because it's hard to see him playing a full season and staying healthy. Now, with this being a contract year, there's obviously additional incentive for him to be out there as much as possible. So, 
you know, look, I mean, there, there's no way I would take a minus 130 on a guy at this point in time where the award's his if he stays healthy. But, you know, we get those soft tissue injuries. Maybe something happens. We just saw Bryce Harper get hit by a pitch and be out for at least a couple of months in all likelihood, if not the rest of the season, if he has to have surgery. The same thing could happen to Aaron Judge, and, and hopefully it doesn't, obviously, for Yankee fans and, and for the good of the sport. But I mean, at this point in time, there, there's no way I could take a price on him. I can't take a price on Otani. Mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez, he's dealing with that thumb injury, so he's falling off the pace a little bit. Uh, if Judge stays healthy, it's his. If he doesn't, it's Otani's. If Otani doesn't, then who knows? See, yeah, seems like that would be the logical chain of events here. Judge, 29th home run of the season in the first inning today. Giancarlo Stanton, go-ahead, three-run homer from down 3-0 to up 5-3 Yankees here in the bottom of the sixth. We'll talk at some of the individual games you're on uh, for the rest of this late little bit later, Adam. But as far as this general, you, you, you write up about regression report candidates, both team-wide individual pitchers and hitters. Brandon Woodruff yesterday, this isn't so much regression report, but he comes off the IL. He'd had a lot of issues early on this season with command. was brilliant yesterday for the Brewers. How big of a deal is that for Milwaukee, a guy who comes off the IL and strikes out 11 rays in a come-from-behind win? Huge deal. Not only did he strike out 11, he did over five innings. I think it was, what, 74, 76, 76 pitches, pitches, which yeah. is just astonishingly efficient. Huge for them because, you know, Freddie Peralta is still out. Corbin Burns has given up a few more home runs than he did last year. He's been a little bit shakier. For Woodruff to come back and be that dominant, really good sign for Milwaukee going forward. And back up to right around where they were preseason in that $1.70, $1.80 favorite range there to win the NL Central. More with Adam in just a few minutes. I know Josh has some games he wants to fire Adam Burke's way, but a reminder, BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 It is always a treat to get Adam's thoughts on the MLB card. We'll do that next right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on the MLB. I think I know that guy. NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. It's Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. We, all, we are all across America. Josh Applebaum joining us from Boston. Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook studio here in Las Vegas. Adam Burke on the desk, our VSIN daily MLB writer. And Adam, we'll get into one of your games you like here in just a second. It kind of leads into this because I know you have a play in Braves-Phillies later on today. Fascinating week here for the Phils. Bryce Harper goes down. Thumb surgery made official. They hope they can get him back at some point this season. MVP odds have fallen off a cliff from 850 now to 50-1. to 1. And this team is, as well, they not only have Harper, who would basically carry the load, 201 WRC plus in the month of June go down, but the bullpen's been very difficult to handicap as well, which I know is something you've written about in the past. Sir Anthony Dominguez is the latest guy to get the ball for them with Corey Knable on the shelf, but very young pitchers, had an injury history, and it does not seem like they've really been trusting him. They've thrown a number of different guys into that role, even though Dominguez has been very successful. What's your general thought on a Phillies team now that conventional wisdom is, well, they really aren't contenders anymore in the NL East, but you can still, obviously, you're going to see them every single day in the card. So what are your thoughts on Philadelphia? Yeah, one of the things that you and I talked about very early on during the run line is that this is a team that has to out-hit people. I mean, they have to basically be a slow-pitch softball team. They have to score a bunch of runs because they're going to give up a lot of runs. They don't play very well. They don't play good defense at all whatsoever. The bullpen has a bunch of issues. And, and you know, we, we talk about what the Angels are doing in terms of squandering guys like Trout and Otani. I mean, the Phillies are doing the same thing with two really good starting pitchers in Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. So, you know, this is a team that just, you know, on a, on a day-by-day basis, it's going to be very, very hard to bet on them just because their target number was typically about six runs per game for them to have a really good chance at winning. That's a much more difficult thing to try and do now without Bryce Harper in the lineup. Adam, speaking of the Phillies here, I'm looking at this game today against Atlanta. You have uh, Wright against Suarez. Wright's been really good this year. He's 8-4, 3.18 ERA. Atlanta's 4-1 and in his five starts in June. Uh, he opposed the Phillies uh, earlier this year back in May, ended up going almost seven innings, three runs, got the win. So looking at this number, you know, you open Braves around minus 125. You're up to minus 135. Money seems to be flowing on Atlanta. We do know road favorites this year, 63%. They've done very well. And Atlanta against lefties facing Suarez today, they're 18-8 and against 
southpaws. So do you feel like there's value on Atlanta on this line move with no Bryce Harper, Adam, or is there value on Philly at home getting some plus money in the division? Yeah, and this one, I'm actually looking at the total for this game. I think it maybe there's a little bit of value on the Braves just because they have a much higher offensive projection than the Phillies do. As you mentioned, I mean, the Braves are 18 and 8 against lefties, and that's due in large part to the fact that they're third in the league and weighted on base average against Southpaws, and they get one today in Ranger Suarez. And the thing about the Braves, and I've talked about this all season long, is that they swing and miss a lot, they strike out a lot, but they really hammer pitchers that don't have swing and miss upside. While Ranger Suarez is a guy that has really good contact management numbers, largely stays off the barrel and limits hard contact, he's still a guy that doesn't strike people out. So even though the Braves don't have Ronald Acuna Jr. in all likelihood tonight, there's a very, very small chance that he plays. I think it's more likely he plays this weekend if he comes back. But, you know, the the Braves are still going to be in a pretty good spot here today, I think, against Suarez. And Kyle Wright is a guy, over his last three starts, His hard hit percentage is over 47%. And in those three starts, he faced the Pirates, the Cubs, and the Giants. Teams that are 13th, 16th, and 18th in hard hit percentage. So to me, I think that the Phillies' offensive projection is a little bit higher today, even without Harper. And I think that the Braves have some success as well. So I took the over nine on a warm day in Philadelphia. Over nine, and that's a little, I'm seeing juice to the under in a number of shops. You can probably get that around a minus 105 even number price at this point. And it's also, I think, a good point you make just from a a general sense now, especially for, because we have a lot of the casual MLB betters who are coming in. It is that true dog days of summer. They're looking to get in. But you've been writing about the card every single day since the first week of April, essentially. It is, I'm, I'm sure for a lot of betters, it is somewhat of a daunting task, right? Coming in and saying, oh boy, I got 15 games on the card every day. Where do I even begin? I guess in a nutshell, what has been your assessment just of this, this season from start to finish, the ebbs and flows we've seen? Because I would, I would imagine, based on how you've covered you know, the league for so many years, you would feel like this has been a much, much different year than what we've seen normally from a day-to-day, week-to-week betting standpoint. Yeah, it's definitely been a very different season, to say the least. In fact, we basically had two seasons within a season, as I've said on a few other shows here, where everything up until mid-May doesn't really matter anymore because we had, you know, early on in the year, the humidor, the ball wasn't carrying, we had the colder weather, all of that. The switch flipped on offense in the middle of the month of May. So if you're just now diving into Major League Baseball and you're trying to handicap these starting pitchers, when you go over to fan graphs, just kind of set a custom date range starting around May 14th, May 15th, something like that. That's the baseline that we have now for offense. That's just kind of how things have been for the last, what, six weeks or so. The The first part of the season doesn't really matter a whole lot. The last six weeks are what you really want to key in on. And also, too, just try to find profiles of teams. You know, look at teams that do well against lefties on the road, teams that do well against righties on the road or at home, things mm-hmm. like that. You know, just try and don't, don't try to handicap everything all at once. You know, just look at the starting pitching matchups. And, you know, for Oakland, for example, I was on Oakland earlier in the week, that game they lost 9-5. to five, But they're a top-10 offense against lefties on the road. You would not expect that from a team like Oakland. So, you know, in that respect, you can find some good line value just by kind of doing some more micro-digging as opposed to looking at the macro picture as a whole. Adam, let's see if we can fit in one more cap with you today. I wish we could go through all the games, but one that I wanted to get with you and we texted about earlier, Cincinnati and the Chicago Cubs here. You saw the Reds. It was funny. The line did go to Chicago last night. The Reds pick up a win, but starting to see a little more movement toward Chicago today to maybe even up this series. This is Steele against Hunter Green. It might just be a fade Hunter Green here. He's been really, really bad. Three and eight in ERA over five and a half. 
In his last 10 starts with the Reds, the Reds are 2-8 and eight when Green takes the mound. Steele, he's 2-5 and five with a 4.5 ERA, but he's been pretty good in June, 3.28 uh, earn run average. But if you look at this one, Adam, Chicago opener on minus 125. They're creeping up to around minus 135. Looking at our VEASAN.com bet splits, they're getting about half the bets, but almost 65% of the money. So I'm leaning Cubs in this one, Adam. What do you think about this game? Yeah, I'm on the Cubs for this one. I think part of the line move could be a fade of Hunter Green, but I think a larger part of the line move here is that the Reds are dead last in weighted on base average and WRC plus against lefties on the road. This is a team that hits very, very well at home. They're one of the best scoring offenses in their home ballpark at Great American Ballpark, which is a great place for hitters. But on the road, they've really struggled quite a bit offensively and specifically against lefties. And they get one here today in Justin Steele, who, as you mentioned, 459 ERA, but a 359 expected ERA, 360 FIP. That's a guy who has some signs of positive regression. And you would think if those are going to come, a good opportunity would be against the lineup that's the worst in baseball against lefties on the road. For Hunter Green, he's kind of all over the place. He might pitch well tonight. I don't know. He's a very Jekyll and Hyde kind yeah. of guy, but also he doesn't work deep into games. The Reds' bullpen's got a 724 ERA and a 564 FIP over the last 14 days. So Green's not a guy that works deep into games. The bullpen's going to have to come out. That's kind of my last resort, last hope, is the Cubs versus the Reds' bullpen. But I just think that Steele has a really good start today against Cincinnati. So I laid that dollar thirty-five price. Laying it with the Chicago Cubs. I know you Scary. don't feel I know you don't feel great about what was it, eleven to one you had on the Cubs division price yeah. this season? You don't feel great. Or the win total. That. Or the win total. <laughs> yeah. it, it happens. Well, you know what? Are, I mean, I talk, I wrote about I it too in the regression report. Like they are awful with men in scoring position and they've had a lot of chances. They just haven't capitalized on them. Those things happen. You know, sequencing is a yep. really big deal in Major League Baseball. It can – I mean, look at the Guardians, for example, right? The Guardians, we talked about them, their prowess to hit with two outs and men in scoring position. They are 5 for 57 with men in scoring position over the last seven games. They're 1 and 6 in that stretch. So it's just – it's really important to hit with men in scoring position. If you do it, you look good. If you don't – you do what the Guardians have done over the last week. They kind of sucked you in, Adam, the Guardians. And just as you were starting to believe, they've been absolutely gotten the, – they've had their teeth kicked in the last couple nights against Minnesota. They've fallen out of four games out of the division lead there in the AL Central. Last thing for you, Adam, you've written pretty extensively as well about trying to handicap some of the top prospects who are now starting to get into the majors. We've seen O'Neill Cruz. He's only been up in the big leagues for two weeks. Already NL Rookie of the Year favorite now at plus 375 at BetMGM. Royals just call up Vinny Pasquantino yesterday. So they have a couple really top prospects, Bobby Witt Jr., who had been there from opening day. Now Pasquantino, what's the realistic impact of a, of a top prospect like that coming out for a Royals team that has been very, very bad this year? Well, I think what you look for is a contact quality. You know, I mean, he's a guy that hit 18 home runs and 69 nice games at AAA. You know, he's a guy that's hit at every level of the minor leagues. And this is a Royals team that – actually has made decent contact quality throughout the course of the season. They just don't have a lot of guys that elevate the baseball and hit for power. This is a kid that does. And I think it's really important to talk about, and obviously we're running out of time here, but the teams that aren't playing for anything, now all of a sudden you get these guys up, you give them 250, 300 plate appearances. That's something to build on for next year. And it probably injects a little bit of life in the ball club too. So you know, we saw that with O'Neill Cruz. It was kind of temporary to a degree. But you know, those teams that call somebody up can get a little bit of a bump uh, from getting you know some – excitement infused back into the lineup. I see what you did there, too, on, on Pasquantino. Anybody, anybody who missed that. Adam Burke, you write stuff every single day, and that's why we like asking you about some of the micro things in baseball because there are some very interesting angles throughout the season. I know you'll continue to be doing that every single day. And uh, I, I'm sorry about the Guardians. 
just as they were getting their hopes up. I'm sorry. It's okay. What I'm, you, I'm from Cleveland. I'm used to all of it, I promise. <laughs> Unfortunately for Josh Applebaum, media absolutely destroying uh, Tanner Houck after he was uh, yes. he was unavailable last night. Red Sox blow a save because he was unvaccinated. So that's Josh's world that he's living in. Adam Burke, he's just a sad man <laughs> in Cleveland. All right, Adam, we'll catch you next week on the show when we return some NFL season-long prop discussion. That's right here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zin nicotine pouches are a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. They're smoke-free, spit-free, and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zin anywhere anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zin. Visit Zin.com that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We're back on Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio joined by Josh Applebaum across the country in Boston. You see his Josh uh, his market insights with Josh <laughs> underscore insights, his Twitter handle there, every single day on that uh, podcast. And Josh, we had a very good discussion on most passing yards yesterday in the NFL. So as we now get into some of these off-season stretches where we're looking for value on season-long props, let's transition out of the wide receivers. We saw the big news yesterday. Well, let's first mention this. We touched on it briefly at the top of the show. Terry McLaurin back to Washington, the commanders, that three-year contract extension, 71 mil. He's now a top-five highest-paid wide receiver in the National Football league and he will certainly feature on this list although not very high up he's not even on our first page here largely because his quarterback given that he's at least sorted the contract issues out Josh before we talk about some of the guys at the top of the board do you do you give McLaurin any chance to put up huge huge numbers this year given the quarterback situation and the fact that it is Carson Wentz here in the nation's capital so I think if you're a Commanders fan, I think their win total was eight and a half. It was a little juiced up over, I believe, which is kind of intriguing. So maybe the Commanders left maybe a better year than we think, winning nine games or more. But to me, it's really your perception of Carson Wentz. And this is a guy who, you know, before he got hurt that year with Philadelphia, was on an MVP, you know, uh, type season overall. But now you're, jo- you're going between teams every year. You're switching systems. I'm not a huge Carson Wentz fan overall. I do think he's a, an upgrade over Taylor Heineke, but you're kind of, you know, apples and oranges there or mincing words. So to me, McLaurin, it's great to have him in the fold. Obviously, you're more excited if you're a Commanders fan or betting the win total over. But I just think with Carson Wentz, this isn't a guy that, you know, is even in the you know top 10, top 15 in terms of, you know, the prop bet for, for passing yards here. So I like that they added him in, but I'm not going to bet any of these McLaurin overs. Uh, but again, in that NFC East, you're glad to have him in, in the toe. And also, you know, Ben, where is Mike Pritchard? Because today's his day. We're talking wide receiver props. Pritch is on an island somewhere. But we got when he comes back, we need to pick his brain on this one. Don't, oh, don't worry. There will be pr- plenty of offseason <laughs> Pritch conversation on some of these season log props but yes his position the longtime NFL wide receiver uh, Mike Pritchard I believe it's not an island it is uh, it is some sort of vineyard somewhere in California Josh that would be the accurate <laughs> accurate location of one Mike Pritchard and for what it's worth Terry McLaurin 66 to 1 to lead the NFL in regular season receiving yards I made the case yesterday for Kirk Cousins being kind of a, a long shot candidate there to lead the league in passing yards so obviously Josh I, I certainly feel like there would be a correlation there with Justin Jefferson the difference is uh, there's not much value because he is your co-favorite with Cooper Cup, 9-1. to one. Cup com- coming off of uh, that Offensive Player of the Year award from a season ago. How do you cap the guys on this, on this first left column, Josh, given that we've got 
five guys who are absolute stud wideouts, and then a, a guy who, in Travis Kelsey, really, uh, he's very much different, but is kind of in a league of his own when it comes to tight end from a receiving front. Those six plus Tyree Kill make up uh, your, your guys at 16 to 1 or shorter. So I think you got to start off with, obviously, the co-favorites here. Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Now, Cooper Cup obviously had a fantastic year last year, won that Offensive Player of the Year award. He had over 1,900 uh, receiving yards, 1,947 to be exact here. My only concern with Cooper Cup would be his age. I was surprised to, to read this, Ben. I thought he was mid-20s. He's 29 years old. You're kind of getting a little bit long in the tooth there, uh, you know, as a wide receiver here. You know, obviously, it's a young uh, young person's game, you would think. So to me, you know, Cup, you got to put him up there just from a great year that he had I also like the fact that you know he will be catching passes from Stafford year two we were talking about Stafford la uh, yesterday plus 650 I believe to lead the uh, to lead the NFL in receiving yards or plus 800 somewhere around there so I kind of like that connection you expect them to be better in year two you bring in Allen Robinson so do you really want to double Cooper Cup and leave someone open I always want to bet on a, a good player who you know won't be double teamed a lot that's my concern here with Jefferson who is younger and by the way Jefferson has just gotten better every single year for the Vikings he had 1400 receiving yards rookie year 1600 receiving yards last year so jefferson to me has the youth i just wonder that he really doesn't have anyone to, to take away the coverage from him obviously Thielen, we've seen him put up great numbers but he's been really injury uh, plagued here osborne i think is their third wide receiver you know to me i know you're going to be down in some of these games and maybe that's going to benefit you I do think maybe taking a, and you see a lot of betters do this, Ben, a sprinkle here, a half unit on cup, a half unit, uh, maybe here, you know, looking at Jefferson. I think if you're looking for a dark horse though, CD lamb, he's 14 to one. You have no more Cooper there with the Dallas Cowboys. So CD lamb's going to be your number one, uh, wide receiver here. You play in a dome. He's going to get a lot of targets here with Cooper now gone 14 to one to me. CD lamb is an intriguing play. Very interesting to point that out as well. And look, there's, there's going to be opportunities for sure in Dallas. You just compare it as well to the numbers from last year. Cup number one, nearly 2,000 receiving yards. Jefferson was second. Devontae Adams third. Now in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Chase fourth. Debo Samuel fifth. I would also point out, at least on this list, do not bet DeAndre Hopkins. He is going, he's coming off an MCL injury, and he has suspended the first six games of the year. So that uh, that is not a smart wager to be made at 25 to one. The the other interesting one I, I would just throw out there is with at least with Debo Samuel. He has now said he does not want to be used as a running back anymore. How will that change his usage as a wide receiver? Again, he was fifth last year, and with a combination there of Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Could he see his production from a receiving front uh, pick up? That is an interesting one for me on the receiver side. Uh, we also have rushing props as well, so we'll get into these as well. Josh, I know, again, you've been, you've been honing in on some of the guys near the top of the board. It makes sense where Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry are your co-favorites at 6-1. to one. Uh, Anybody a little bit further down here that uh, you would have your eye on from a value perspective on the rushing yardage leader? Yeah, so it's intriguing, Ben, because, you know, for wide receiver receiving yards, you have co-favorites plus 900 with, you know, Jefferson and Cup. Same thing running backs, co-favorites here with Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. But I think there's a case to be made for maybe sprinkling, you know, Jefferson Cup. I really don't want much part of Derrick Henry. I love Henry as a player. The guy's been incredible. If you look at his stats, it's unbelievable the way he's racked up these yards over time. He's one of the most physical, violent runners in the NFL but he's really getting long in the tooth. He's getting older. He's, you've seen a lot of injuries. He was injury plagued last year. I think you're respecting the talent. You're respecting you know, what he can do from the backfield. But at plus 600, 
to me, Henry's an injury concern here. I know it's chalky, but I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. He's plus 600. That's my play, Ben. I know he's the favorite, but I want a young running back who's gotten progressively better and is behind a really good offensive line. So Taylor kind of fits the bill here. You know, his first year, he ran for 1,169 yards. He broke through with 1,811 uh, rushing yards last year. And the second best guy rushing yards was Nick Chubb with just around 1,300. So it wasn't that Taylor, you know, snuck by these other players. I mean, he left them in the dust. He had almost 500 yards more than the next closest running back here. You know, Deshaun Watson, if he's going to be out a while, you know, Nick Chubb, you know, not much of a threat of passing. I think Chubb's going to be, uh, you know, behind the eight ball from a run game standpoint because they'll just key on the run game here. You know, you look at, um, obviously, Taylor, he's only 23 years old. You're behind a great offensive line. My play is Taylor here, Ben. I like the youth. I like the way he's, uh, you know, getting better each year. He ran for five yards of carry as his rookie year, five and a half yards of carry in his second year. I know it's chalky, but give me Jonathan Taylor plus 600. That's my favorite bet here today. Look, I get it. He over 1,800 yards. Chubb was 1,259, second a season ago. And as you point out, a lot of the handicapping for this, it is not only strength of offensive line in front of one of these backs, but also overall team usage and what you're expecting. You obviously want a team that is going to run the ball a lot, but also one that is not going to be completely predictable when it comes to their pass run flow. That's why I'll, I'll throw out, I'm curious your thoughts, two of these guys, Antonio Gibson 16-1 to again in an offense where you figure to be relatively run first. Very good offensive line on, on their overall metrics from a run blocking standpoint. Last year, Gibson had 1,037 yards. And then Elijah Mitchell, who was at 963, kind of including what I just said about Debo Samuel, you figure to see less of him in the backfield this year for San Francisco. We also presumably will see more of a run first offense with Trey Lance at quarterback and another solid offensive line of those. And Mitchell was just below 1,000 last year at 963. Of those two, Josh, who's more likely to really pop and, and at least give betters maybe a, a thought at taking a stab at one of these longer shots. So I am intrigued by Mitchell 14 to one because number one, if Debo is, you know, uh, lobbying to, you know, be more of a receiver and less of a runner, then that's, you know, fewer carries for Debo and more carries here for Elijah Mitchell. So that's one player that I was really impressed with down the stretch. He had a great playoff game there against the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, with Shanahan, you know, from his father, obviously Terrell Davis back in the day, you know, he wants to run the ball and he's got kind of that zone scheme there. So to me, 14 to one, that's who I would go between those two. And if you're looking for a, a longer shot here, Ben, Najee Harris is kind of intriguing to me. He's 20 to one. He rushed for 1200 yards in his rookie year. And big Ben was really kind of a statue in a shell of himself last year where he really didn't throw the ball much at all. You know, you knew that Najee Harris was going to run and he still got you 1200 yards. Now, maybe if Trubisky or, you know, maybe Kenny Pickett pops, you have more of a threat through the air. To me, Najee Harris is just, again, fits the bill of a young player who had a good rookie year, who could continue to get better. You don't really love the line there for the Steelers, but to me at 20 to 1, Najee Harris, maybe there's an injury to Taylor. I hope not, Ben, because I'm plus 600 with Taylor, but Najee Harris 20 to 1 is another player that caught my eye. Looking at Harris in 2022 23 for Josh Applebaum. The rush DVOA numbers on some of these top guys Cleveland was number one last year, Colts number two, Eagles three. Uh, San Francisco 4, Tampa Bay 5. So again, you're looking for teams that have a, uh, a history of production on the ground, and that's obviously a combination of things, but at the end of the day, it's got to be the bell cow back to do it. Taylor, your favorite, uh, co-favorite, for a reason at 6-1. to one. All right, Josh, we have a lot happening in Major League Baseball as well. Bunch of games in a scary near-injury situation we have to talk about with one potential candidate for MVP in the American League. That just happened in the Houston Mets game, so we'll discuss that next. Get to your plays of the day and talk a little tennis as we wrap up the show next right here on Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets for site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. It's our final segment of the show, Betting Across America. I'm Ben Wilson, joined by Josh Applebaum on the East Coast. We've got Brady Cannon, Matt Humans coming up next on the edge from our South Point Sportsbook studio. Josh, a couple updates here. I know you've got some Major League Baseball plays, a little WNBA, a little UFC action, a little bit of everything for us today. Scary situation, though, at City Field where we just saw Jordan Alvarez who has hit 23 homers this season. Pretty nasty collision with his shortstop, Jeremy Pena. Both of those guys have been taken out of the game 
both being examined now for concussions right now. It's a nothing-nothing game. Actually, no, Houston, just a moment ago, Jason Castro hit a two-run homer in the top of the ninth. So Astros owes two. Uh, Mets nothing, but a very scary situation to see there in New York. Uh, that is one of five games in progress right now, Josh. And we have, a, I believe, all these games are between one and two run outcomes. So I hope you are at least sweating something of the, uh, of the card ongoing right now in Major League Baseball. Yeah, so good news here. I did play the Astros. That was kind of a uh, line move. And I want to give a lot of credit in, in favor of Josh Towers because, you know, being Ben, I'm big into the numbers, the data. I get really deep into all that kind of stuff. But Josh Towers will throw some really good tidbits at you. You got to pay attention because one thing he said about yesterday in this series with Houston is that they just play the Yankees and they're probably in the same team hotel. And it's kind of a, a layup there playing the Yankees and then playing the Mets. That little nugget there I thought was really, really insightful. Uh, this line move today toward Houston, that's another interleague line move that I was going to get. Uh, get behind so i'm glad to see that castro hit that that two-run homer but ben i think in terms of the mvp race alvarez plus 900 this is a guy that you know was having a fantastic year my question you know if you're a astros backer or an astros fan is why is alvarez playing left field this guy's a dh i know the dh mm -hmm. is in the nl now so you don't have to put him in left field but you dh'd Altuve and hit him lead off and you put alvarez who again it's all about his bat not his fielding you made him play left field Dusty Baker, I think that you're just outsmarting yourself there. Keep him at DH. These, This is why you want him to DH and not play the field. Obviously, it's a freak accident. He runs into Pena there. But to me, that's the first thought. Why is he not, Why is he playing left? Keep him at DH. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I question Dusty Baker putting him in left. Today. Oh, Dusty. I'd have to think, too. The, the day you know, getaway day might have had something to do with that, at least you know, Wednesday day game uh, for, for the Astros and Mets here in, in this brief series there. But anyway, it is 2-0 Astros going to the bottom of the ninth. Other quick run of the scores. Brewers on top of the race for three as they go to the top of the ninth as a dog about plus 105 with Eric Lauer on the mound. Paulo Ospino and the Nats up 6-5 on the Pirates and Mitch Keller as a dollar 42 favorites there. Top of the seventh. So as I mentioned, a lot of, a lot of close action so far. Granky and the Royals up 2-1 as home dogs to Dane Dunning and the Rangers. 2-1 top of the seventh. They were plus 100 at MGM. And a couple other games just about to get underway here as we have a, a lot of day baseball today. I know you're looking at one of the, uh, the last game actually on the card tonight. Two struggling teams, White Sox, Angels. It's been a mess for the Sox. They finally got off the schneid last night, snapping a losing streak, scored 11 runs against the Angels, and they're cratering pitching staff. But at least for the Angels, they do have Shohei Otani taking the ball tonight, and he is getting so much market love. $1.85 favorite right now at BetMGM. Same deal at South Point. Are you back in the Otani man tonight, Josh, or going somewhere else? So I am going to back Otani in this one. I think you bring up a great point, though, Ben. You know, we have, uh, you know, kind of in our head, you know, I always talk about steam, but really it's important to try to get out in front of it and not get the, the back end of it. But we always talk baseball in terms of money line. You know, obviously you want to get a better number to get a better uh, payout there if you're betting to risk, not betting to win. But still, you can still cash a bet even though you're late to the party. Unlike a spread sport where, you know, I lay a three, you lay a four, Ben, the team wins by three, I push, you lose. That's where, to me, chasing steam is much worse in spread sports than it is money line sports even though, again, your payout would be reduced. So that is basically what we're seeing here with this Angels game. Massive steam toward Otani. You know, I wrote about this one in the newsletter. Maybe he got out ahead of this one and got a better number. But Otani and the Angels, they opened like minus 135, minus 140, Oof. a really low number there. And they have been getting, been getting absolutely hammered here across the market. They're up to around minus 180, minus 190 across the market. Uh, now, you do have some good system matches. This would be a non-division home favorite. They're about 58% this year. A favorite with a low total, correlative betting-wise. You know, this total open at 8. Then it's down to 7.5 at some shops. So anytime I see the total falling and I see the line moving toward the favorite, to me that's a good signal for the favorite because, again, fear amount of expected run scored. More likely it comes from the better team. 
And if you look at both these pitchers, Kopech and Otani, Kopech's got a 2.59 ERA. It looks really good on the surface, but in the month of June, he's had an ERA about five and a half here. You flip it with Otani, he's got a 2.90 ERA, but in the month of June, a 1.88 ERA. So Kopech's numbers look better overall, you know, as opposed to Otani, but Kopech's been getting banged around in June. Uh, Otani's pitching fantastic right now. We have a non-division home favorite with a big steam move in their favor. It's tough. You don't want to be laying these bad numbers after it's moved so much. I got him a little bit earlier here, Ben. I think they're like minus 180. Not much of a better number, but I'm still going to back the Angels here. One thing I do like with steam is when it keeps getting steamed and there's no buyback here. I've seen no buyback on Chicago. You know, Maybe if they creep up to, I don't know, minus, plus 170, you'll have some buyback. But no buyback at all. Give me the Angels. I'm sweating Otani tonight. Sweating Otani tonight. And, look, and it's something that Adam Burke talked about earlier, looking at how pitchers have performed recently since the rechange of the baseballs and we've seen offense go up. So clearly one guy, Kopech going in one direction, Otani going in the other. I guess if I'm looking at this now, look, Otani's strikeout profit six and a half over plus 105 that could be an alternative way to play this as well guy he only strikes out like 11 and a half guys per nine innings josh so that correlates to about nine k's per seven innings white Sox have, have with so many of their top bats on the aisle have not been making a a lot of great contact and are just coming off of that 11 run outing from from yesterday so that could be one way to approach it there's another really really good pitcher on the mound tonight going north of the border for toronto alec manoa who is putting up cy young type numbers he has moved well up in that odds board right near the top of the single digit range 9 10 to 1 or so as your third or fourth favorite right now goes up against the Red Sox who without their closer Tanner Houck blew the save last night Houck ineligible to play in the series because he's unvaccinated and the wrath of the Boston media was unleashed on him last night uh, you, I believe you have a play in this one as well Josh with Manoa on the bump about a dollar 60 favorite here so if you're giving me Red Sox big plus money, I totally get that. In the division, how do you not take Sox plus 150? But I'm going to go Toronto here, and this is coming from a Red Sox fan, Ben. And again, New England, we are crazy about our sports. Just ask, you know, the Warriors and Kyrie when, the, you know, the crowd at the Garden, you know, is chanting, you know, F-bombs here. But this has been a crazy day in Boston media and Boston sports talk radio. A lot of these beat writers, including Dan Shaughnessy, who's notorious in Boston, uh, he riles, a lot up, you know, riles up a lot of feathers or whatever I want to say, it ruffles feathers. He put Ruffles, out this tweet yeah. last night. Yeah, exactly, Ben. I, I'm mixing my cliches here and there, but uh, check his Twitter because he tweeted something last night about how it was a much-deserved loss for the Red Sox. You know, they blow a lead in the ninth because why? Their closer wasn't available. Tanner Houck, Jaron Duran, who came up from Worcester. Worcester, Ben, if you're in New England, he can't play either, uh, also because of COVID. So to me, this is a bet against the Red Sox because they're shorthanded. Even if they have a lead late, their bullpen is really struggling here. A lot of guys you've never heard of, and they're missing Tanner Houck. And this line is going to the Jays. They open around minus 145. They're up to around minus 160. And oh, by the way, Alec Manoa has been fantastic this year, Ben. Uh, you're, you're right. And he actually got an even better Cy Young. I just looked it up. He's plus 550, trailing oh, only wow. uh, McClanahan and Verlander. So this guy's been great. 9-2, and 2.05 ERA. Now, Nick Pavetta has been really good as well. But to me, this is a Toronto team uh, that is, is playing with some house money right now. Their bats are really coming alive. The Red Sox are shorthanded. Give me, the, give me Toronto here. I'm going to play Toronto against the shorthanded Sox team. 205 ERA for Manoa and the expected ERA, 259. It's not like he's vastly out, you know, out uh, getting lucky and outperforming what his baseline numbers ought to be. Nine and two stellar numbers for Alec Manoa on the mound tonight. You can find that as low as minus. Uh, I'm seeing $1.59 in the market. A couple of Wimbledon, Wimbledon plays for me, Josh, on the slate tomorrow. We lost with Serena yesterday. That was a disappointment. Got there this morning. Tiafo and Kerber get there on the parlay. So the, the two-teamer cashes. I'm going Mackie McDonald minus 145 over the Frenchman, Richard Gasquet. Tomorrow, Gasquet, 36 years old, 
more of a clay quarter, not, not a great grass player, at least in recent years, coming off a five-setter in round one against McDonald, who is in tremendous form. I'm surprised this number isn't a little higher. Take him minus $1.45, and then I'll take the big, big server. We talked about how serving matters so much on the men's side at Wimbledon, very hard, fast conditions. Maxime Cressy minus $1.75 over Jack Sock, the doubles specialist, who is a great doubles player, has not been in very good form, though, in singles for several years now. Uh, he gets into the second round, but Cressy should probably be about a $2 at least uh, favored in that spot. So I will lay some small prices on both of those guys, individual bets there, minus $1.75 on Cressy, minus $1.45 at McDonald. I know uh, Matt Eumanns, he's in studio, getting ready to come on for the edge next. He is furiously writing those numbers down as, as I talk about him, Josh. No, I love him. And again, I'm, I'm telling you, Ben, I'm undefeated telling you, so let's keep going. I, I got to dabble in tennis. I know we're up against it real quick. Another WNBA Steam System match tonight. Give me the Las Vegas Aces. Try to find a plus one if you can. They opened at the Storm, plus two. I even saw a plus two and a half. You're down to plus one. Steam in the WNBA. Cash with the links last night. You see at least a point move in your favor. These teams are now 41 and 27 against the spread, 60%. The Vegas offense, number one in the WNBA, number nine for the Storm. Give me the Aces tonight. Love a, love a little WNBA. NBA, Steve. We have to love it. Always. We'll got to finish up the show with that. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll talk <laughs> UFC tomorrow with Lou Finicaro as well. Thanks to Jeremy Wengel, our technical director, Jeff Jen, Sean McCollum, Wyatt Tomchick, our producer behind the glass. But up next, it is The Edge, Matt Humans and Brady Cannon, as we say so long from Betting Across America here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.